this is blonde haired girl. It's the middle of the night and I woke up and I could feel my sternum vibrating and my chin Oh, I'm so, I'm so, I so wonder about some of the phenomena that I, that I have in my life at this point. (laughs) But I woke up with a little bit more clarity about, I just want to do this. I just want to practice. I want to practice just being the art of just being. Yesterday, I was talking to my daughter on the phone for a while. (laughs) Sometimes she and I get in these chats where it's like, you know, an hour and a half later we hang up. And uh, I was talking about meditating at 3 in the morning, and she's like, why would you meditate at 3? You meditate at 3 in the morning? I'm like, that's just so strange, the things that people don't know. We have, like, these secret lives. Things that people don't know about us secret lives of our practices I've actually been practicing for many 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 years <laughs> think about when I really started this this work was probably around the year 2000 In the year 2000, it was probably in like 99 that I I moved from Phoenix to the place that I live now and and I discovered this book like and the book was um, Um, Conversations with God by Neil Donald Walsh and because I was so desiring a relationship with God that was outside of my understanding as I had been raised and also just been around Christians. I so desired like to give up fear as the basis for anything in my life. And I read that book and it was the beginning. It was the beginning of a new just path 
And it wasn't long after conversations with God that I found the works of David Hawkins. And I was I was hooked the way of non-duality, the way of enlightenment. And so I studied that for many years. I think I started studying, it could have been even before 2003. So sometime between like 2000 and 2003, I I was introduced to the works of David Hawkins and I studied his books so much that some of them were falling apart. It could have been partly because books are not made as well as they used to be, (laughs) firstly, but secondly, because I studied it so much. You know, like like a lot of people study the Bible, I studied one of his books. But I have to say that I, I read it over and over and over again, and I just could not quite get it. I just couldn't. I mean, I studied it for years, and I practiced it, and his message, his... The quotes in his book lived in me. It's like I built a life around his books and the teachings that I believe from the Bible, the teachings of Jesus Christ. So it was sort of like this combination between David Hawkins and my understanding of what Jesus was teaching. But even even that was just all very surfacey. Until the summer of 2018 when I went full-blown supernova. <laughs> This completely exploded. The interesting part about it is, at least I find it interesting. I know some of you do because you keep you keep listening, and I appreciate you so much. You have no idea. I I remember there was this quote, and. I took courses. I I studied in school like when I I got my bachelor's degree in in basically basket weaving. <laughs> I studied uh, philosophy and religion and political science. I had a, a several professors tell me they thought I should become a lawyer and maybe I should have Anyway, um, and I, I, but I really wanted to help people, like as a profession. I just, I wanted to be in the helping professions. I knew I couldn't be a nurse. 
And then I went back to school. So like all at the same time that I'm studying Neil Donald Walsh and all that, I I get my my master's degree in counseling and human relations. And then in about 2009, 2010, I go back to school. I go back to school to get the requirements to get a license as a professional counselor. So I do that. And then, and during this time, I'm taking this course in group therapy. So I put together this group therapy course. I I think this is absolutely hilarious in a way. So I put together this little mini manual for these groups, and it was called the White Rabbit Group, and it was based off it was based off of the matrix. And on the front of it, I I like painted this, it was supposed to be a rabbit hole, but actually it looks like a vortex. So it looks like the vortex of creation that Abraham Hicks is always talking about. So when I look back on this thing, it just cracks me up. But anyway, there's this one page in it. There's this one page in it, and it has a quote by David Hawkins. And I I actually was doing a lot of discovery in the summer of 2018, and I found this quote in that little group pamphlet, and it was just so weird that I had created. It was so weird to see this because it was key. It was like the whole time I had this key. I ended up underlining this this quote. And I'm going to paraphrase because honestly, I can't directly quote it, but it said I'm going to throw it said to throw away all the books. Stop struggling surrender to God without like ceasing and and basically recognize that which you already are and even me writing that in like say 2011 I wrote that the little pamphlet in 2011 I did not, even at that point, I didn't even recognize what that meant. It was more like the surrender to God part, but in 2018, I realized that which I already was. And I've said this before in other of my material, there's so much that I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, I don't know what it means. I don't know what so much of this means. But I do wonder sometimes if there are degrees of enlightenment. 
if we, if we like kind of crack open, the light comes in and then that crack keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and we become more enlightened. I'm having this visual come in my mind about when, when in the matrix, Neo is out of the matrix and he's going back into the matrix but he doesn't he doesn't really know like well he doesn't know he doesn't understand his power he doesn't you know they're trying to teach him and he's just like I just you know I I'm I'm not the one I'm just another guy until he like dies and then comes back and then he knows but he gains strength because even in even after he is so powerful he still the war wasn't over so there is still this integration this expansion that he had to go through in order to be that which he already was. And what fun would it be? In some ways, if there wasn't, there didn't continue to be expansion, if there didn't continue to be evolution... I mean, how much fun would it be? Like, you're just all of a sudden, you're just that. The realization that we are that. And so, in in definitions and something else that I was thinking about when I woke up this evening... I was thinking about the definition defining exactly what it is that I want. I mean, as in a mission, as in a, what is my, what, what do I desire for my days to look like? And having, having defined it enough to know that I continue to put out content in different ways. I put out writing. I have not been writing very much recently, though. But I put out writing. I put out these podcasts. I put out YouTubes on the nature of reality. The real nature of reality. Because it's not what we've been told it is. And I would like to do that. I would like to continue to put out put out content in these different venues and in such a way that I can just be that I can just be that I can just be 
the practice it's coming to mind right at the moment is practice the being of the aspect that I am of that of the creator love And so I join myself, like I'm learning that there are a whole lot of people on this planet who have ever so slightly different, but somewhat of the same mission. And so, so it is flooded. This whole I mean, honestly, this whole subject matter out on, on, on social media, it is just flooded with this kind of material. And so, and so I ask myself, is there, is there, Is there a, a, an, an audience? Is there a following? Are there people out there that are seeking enlightenment? In particular. I was saying to my daughter yesterday, I, I have decided that I, if I'm ever in a position where my books are selling and I am asked to speak, like what would I speak on? So yesterday I was, I was my daughter had, had drawn me into looking at her LinkedIn account, <laughs> LinkedIn. So I go to look at it and I'm like, oh yeah, it's just so sweet, her little picture and and um and then a TED Talk comes on because I'm connected to TED Talk and this 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 psychologist is talking about <laughs> not ironically the power of negative emotions. She was talking about people not being able to feel, just having shame. Isn't that ironic? I just did a I just did a podcast on that about negative emotions and I was talking to my daughter I said I want to do a TED talk she said well what are you going to do a TED talk on mom I said I'm going to do a TED talk on the nature of reality basically we've been told We've been told and we think, since I'm not sure what age, that there, there is this sort of like this general collective reality. Like what is happening is reality. Like reality is this, this big thing. <laughs> And it's just exactly the opposite. 
Reality is our awareness upon things. It's just the opposite. We create it. We create. And so we are we are in our own realities. Everyone. And they are creating their life by their attention upon things. What they see. One of the things that I can't figure out, <laughs> I just can't, like some stuff I just can't quite figure out. So it has been absolutely proven that when a tree falls in a forest, there is no sound. It makes a wave, but there is no sound unless there is something to hear it. And it's, and it's most likely, I'm pretty sure, the same with what we see. That we, we create what it is that we see. So one of the things that I can't figure out is <laughs> if the path that I walk on is there every day or is it only there when I put awareness upon it because okay now now I have okay this just came to me it would be the same thing as the tree so it is in essence it is there even though I don't have my awareness upon it. Because it's the same thing as, as the tree falling in the forest. It doesn't make... Yeah, but see, now I'm losing it again. Sometimes I have these... The sound waves still go out. So basically what I'm trying to say is I think that that path is still there. But God, how does that work? <laughs> See, these are things that I that I absolutely love. I love pondering these things. And this this idea like visually kind of came also was like because it never occurred to me that things were not there unless I had my awareness upon it. Um, until kind of, it was a little bit introduced to me from Abraham Hicks because, because um, Esther Hicks had been saying that she used to talk about this a lot, or I used to listen a lot and hear this message. She would say that things get, like when things would get lost, like she lost her like iPad. She had this, she'd been given this iPad and she really wanted to find it. And she looked everywhere she could think of to find it. 
and she couldn't find it. And, and, and what ends up happening in our brain is our belief that it's not there becomes greater than our belief that it is there. So we cannot see it. And then she says, I go to do something, you know, or several days later, and I come back and it's like sitting right there. It's sitting right on that shelf. And I could not see it before. We all have had this happen. We have all had that phenomena happen in our life where, where, and, and Esther Hicks, you know, said this little thing, said this thing, you know, I feel like, like little elves were hiding it and then brought it back. I mean, doesn't that happen to all of us? That we, that we, we, have this this um that something is lot and it was like there the whole time <laughs> this happens to me a lot with like hair ties and like I need a hair tie and then I find three in my car at a different time they're there we just we just can't see it or we just don't know it right at the moment and so And so I am in the practice. Um, and before a lot of things were like just coming to me, like, like, um, I remember one day I was just sitting, I was bored at work. I, I was actually working at a venue at a, at a hostel in the town I live in for a brief amount of time. And I, I was sitting on the front porch and I was bored and I was looking at, I have these, these emojis on my phone (laughs) and they were like urban outfitter emojis. And my, my daughter, my son had given my daughter a Polaroid camera. One of these cute little, I don't remember what color it was, Polaroid cameras. And, and I sent my daughter that emoji. So I just like texted to her randomly because I'm just bored and she texted me back. She said, Mom, I can't believe you sent me that. I brought my camera to school today or to work today. And I never have ever brought my camera to work. Ever. I have a lot of these with my daughter in particular. It's just kind of freaky. It's like we're on the same like wavelength. It's just bizarre. And then I had it happen with her again where I But the, the but I'm going to tell you this one and this one was bizarre. And this was very recent. This was in the last 3 weeks. I know I've already talked about it, but I was watching a TikTok where this lady was talking about developing your psychic abilities. And she had her hand on top of something. And for some reason, I thought of frogs. I thought of a frog. I'm like, I just, it was bizarre. I don't even know what to say about it. 
And I just thought, oh, well, that's weird. I mean, like, the chance of a frog being under her hand is pretty small. And then within an hour, my daughter sends me a photo of her hand with a frog in it. It was so bizarre. I mean, just so bizarre. So I am developing these skills. And I think this is what I really, really like practicing this art. I kind of call it, it's almost like magic. To be able to create things with my mind. We are all creating things with our mind. We create our reality. <laughs> just It just popped into my mind and I think it's worth sharing. So I have to share this story because it was just something. So I, I'm working and I'm in the car. I drive a lot. I uh, drive to people's homes and luckily the company, the agency I work for has company cars. So I'm in the company car and I had gone and got a, and I do this a lot where uh, this bag of popcorn, <laughs> the, the diet of champions, right? So I have this, this bag of popcorn and, um, and I go to this visit and I get out of the car and I'm going to another visit and I am so thirsty because when I went and got, I'd actually gotten that. And to be honest, I'm sharing here. I had gotten my salted caramel milk chocolate candy bar sweetened with stevia as well. <laughs> it was so good anyway. And so, but I didn't get a drink. And, um, and here's the other thing. I'm like afraid to get a drink because I'm afraid I'll have to go to the bathroom. Because when you travel a lot, there aren't always like, there's not like a toilet, like always like, and then I don't really want to ask my client, oh, can I use your bathroom? Uh, so I don't drink a lot of water in the car. I just don't. It's not something that I practice. And but I'm so thirsty. And then I go to, I swear, I go to, okay, I'm going to manifest water. And then I had this thought of like going to this client's house and her offering me water or asking her for water. And I'm thinking, oh, that feels really bad. Um, and no sooner do I start having these thoughts that I look up and damned if there isn't the water store. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, all right, there's a sign. So I go and I pull in. This is just so bizarre. So anyway, I walk in to the water store and there are no like, I can't just buy water, like a cup of water. Like I, I have to buy a vessel to put the water in and they were 
there was no way to buy any vessel for less than $20. So this cup of water was, <laughs> in this moment, was going to, in essence, cost me $20. <laughs> so I decided to not buy the water. I thought it was so bizarre. Isn't that so bizarre that they don't have, like, like something, you know, to just have a cup of water in the water store? Anyway, so I walk next door to the dollar store and I and I get an Aquafino. And I am not big on bottled waters. I just want to say, like, I don't, I think a lot of them aren't filtered. Pro- it's just a complete scam, like, in my mind, honestly. And whenever I see, like, people with their, with their, like, you know, that great big, like, cardboard box of, all these waters are smashed into all kinds of plastic together. I don't know. It just, so I have my, (laughs) I have a glass water bottle and a carrier and it has a crystal in it. So I drink crystal in like, I guess like activated water that I get out of my, my filtration at home. So I don't normally buy bottled water, like, ever. But I I had to buy some water, so I get this Aquafina. And as I'm walking through the line, I'm talking to the to the cashier guy, and I'm like, you know, it's really weird. You can't, you can't buy, like, a cup of water at the water store. He goes, oh, I know. We were just kind of laughing. Anyways, so I get in my car, and I go, but isn't that so weird? But I was thinking, I really, really, I'm so thirsty. I'm going to have to stop. I know I'm going to be later, but man, I, I need something to drink. And I look over and they're at the water store. Um, so it's so nice to be able to be defining, to have bigger and better definitions for for whatever it is. So I woke up with those insights. The new buzzword is downloads. I woke up with all those downloads. (laughs) Anyway, and I'm sharing them with you. (laughs) Anyway, I appreciate you listening. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.